artist JP Mega, 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 mega Your one-stop shopping Dominica, nigga, 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 nigga You could be shopping and having fun With your daughter or with your son We cater to everyone What a happy place For discounts, check us out at the mega store in Funkole where there's lots of parking on Monday to Friday from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., on Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., and on Sundays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. JP Mega, the best family shopping experience. It is 10:16 Eastern Caribbean time, and we're so happy that you've joined us for yet another episode of Health Vibes brought to you by the brand new trust, the Charlie's Pharmacy. This morning. It is um, a mixed type of weather on the outside. I Just when I was coming to the studio, um, I did not walk with my umbrella walking out of the office. And when I got out this outside, I see outside is wet. So I'm not too sure what's the weather like in your area in Dominica. We know Dominica is big enough. It's the biggest, um, the largest Windward Island. And so what may, you may have sunshine Mm-hmm. In some areas, you may have rain in some areas, and you may have a mixed type of weather in some areas. But whatever choice of weather God has given to you, let us give him thanks. Maybe I sound like a pastor this morning. <laughs> Maybe I should, you know, do a little sermon. Yes. Well, this morning, Trudy, Trudy, Trudy is with us. Good morning, Trudy. Good morning. Good morning, Carlton. Good morning to the listeners of Health Vibes, the listeners of Q95. Of course, it is a pleasure to be here this morning. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's nice energy anytime we're in the That's studio it. for That's Health it. Vibes, where health has vibes. That's what we say. <laughs> yes. And our co host, um, Jacinta Fagan, won't be with us today. Um, she's on special assignment. Yes. And that happens from time to time. You know, all of us mm-hmm. are busy professional people. And sometimes there are days when I may not be on, or Trudy may not be on, or Jacinta may not, but we always ensure that we have a show to present to you. Of we course. have information to present to you. So at any week, there will always be two people mm-hmm. present in the studio. Yes. yes um, yes. Trudy, uh, are you getting ready for independence? Yes, I have been, you know, getting ready for the festivities. Do you have a Carlton. closet of independence Creole clothes? I am, I am, I am, <laughs> you know, adding to that slowly. But, but what is happening, Carlton, I mean, the... The bank account, I mean, it's starting to suffer already. <laughs> I mean, it's event after I event. Know. You have to pick and choose. choose yes. You have to think about buying the ticket. You have, yes. And if, if you're a person like me, you know, buying your own things, yes. <laughs> you know, you don't have a, 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 a source. That's uh-huh. what I would refer to it as, as a source. You have to budget wisely for that independence season. I agree. And another thing that's going to happen, there are so many foreigners that will be coming 
come in some you know people uh dominicans living in the diaspora mm -hmm. who are coming home so you may have family and friends yes. who you haven't seen for a while coming yes. home and, and you, you know you, them out. yes you have to take them out mm -hmm. you want to spend time with them you want yeah. to so you have to really budget for this season it's going to be a very expensive one for those of us who plan to you know take part in the uh, in the festivities in the activities that are that are planned curl music festival for sure and I'm agreeing with you. I'm already rationing as to, you know, the events. I, I say to, you know, my wife that I'm not as young, young, young. So I am, <laughs> I really, I have partied enough in my life. I don't necessarily have to go to everything. I know. So, yes, yeah. And that seaway thing, I really cannot take too much of it. So I, I have never attended all three nights of you never no i wow. don't have, i do not have the lalin for it that's the same thing no, i say I now have, i've done it in the past and i said you know this year i don't have that type uh, of stamina oh. i mean i'm old but <laughs> but um you know as i said the friends and family coming down and everybody wants you to yes. you know so i have gotten um so many requests from from friends who will be coming some of them to dominica for the first time mm -hmm. you know you cannot not come you have to come so i am considering yes, the all sir. free nights carlton when that but i think i have to start <laughs> sleeping from september to <laughs> when that valley breeze start hitting you in that stadium <laughs> and a slip take you and sometimes some people snore in <laughs> some people neck ready to break <laughs> i've oh, seen all kind in that stadium during that time yes, you know so we yes. know but i i mean for those who are going for free nights again it's good for the economy we encourage you to support the free nights but i yours truly <laughs> you know, do i think two nights <laughs> is what i can do and most likely two nights i will do the two nights but the free nights whew, that's a lot but i am looking forward to to the independence i've, I've begun seeing people wearing their creole every friday yes. you know and uh, that's a nice vibe i mean creole time is just an amazing time in dominica mm -hmm. we have the most elaborate independence season yes, and i take course. pride in it yes Good morning, as you mentioned in that, Carlton, to my friend, Frederica James. Oh, yes. She has started with the Creole attire. Yes. She does it on a Friday and on a Sunday, too. So I just want yes. to say good Frederica, morning to Frederica James. Of course, my colleague at the Dominica State College um, from Portsmouth. And Frederica is the one to look at for those Creole clothes. It's true. <laughs> yeah. I know one, another yes. person who really loves that to Kimon Joseph, Dr. Kimon yes, Joseph. Yes, at Yui. Yes, at Yui. She, she really really love that time and mm -hmm. she goes all out you know to represent so it's a good time and you know recently we were saying in the lunchroom that god has blessed us so well that dominica became independence um independent during a time when we have such good produce mm. you have avocado you have the citrus season mm -hmm. you have breadfruit season mm -hmm. you have i mean all the things that you that you have govers you have cherries yes all the things that are really organically ours they come blossoming at that at time that of time. year so it's it's really a good blend of culture plus cuisine mm -hmm. around that time and crab season too yes can't yes. forget the crab and for dominicans <laughs> uh, at home and those who will be visiting from abroad you know that is top of the line on their agenda yes the food the food the food of course yes yeah, yes. so we're really looking forward to um, Celebration 44. It's 44 years we're going to be mm -hmm. of independence mm -hmm. this year. And uh, we're growing. We're yes. growing yes. and we're getting older. I do hope that, you know, as a country, 
um, we will become more mature. And mm. you say real age begins at 40. Okay. You know, where you begin to make tougher decisions and, and so forth. And like us, we begin to say, you know, we have to, we, this some of the CEO, we cannot, <laughs> you know, we have to give it up. Yeah. So I think the same thing applies to our, our country as we get older, that we can make wiser decisions I hope so. as it relates to our development. Um, yes, there is another activity that we want to just highlight this morning, and that is um, why to fit. It's 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 called why why you is why, it why to keep why to fit. Yes, yes from yeah. Whitey Kubuli, right. and then yeah, three sixty, yes. right? And it's a it's a newly formed group. I think they've been on maybe for about a year and a half to two years. Mm -hmm. um, they've been on. It's a group of ladies, and you may be seeing them at the botanical gardens every day in the week. And so they have initiated. Uh, a wellness dance tour that's going to be taken um, full-fledged on the 17th of, um, of September and I think they're doing that to really commemorate and celebrate Caribbean Wellness Month yes. and so they will be doing a huge tour um, throughout the island to really sensitize the public on um, the essentials of early screening against um, CNCDs which also includes cancer of course mm -hmm. and um, just making your health uh, uh, your greatest priority. Right. Ensuring that, you know, that, you know, yes, you're paying the insurance every month, uh, whether it's a life insurance or health insurance, but the greatest insurance that you want to pay is one of self. You know, paying attention to yourself, your nutrition, your diet, um, your physical activity, your social habits, and how they influence your general health and wellness. So, on the 17th, that group um, will be um, going through all different parts of Dominica mm -hmm. in a grand style motorcade. Wow. And I suspect when they reach in certain hot spots, they will be disembarking on those vehicles mm -hmm. and they will give us a big show of dancer size. And at the same time, I, I do believe that they will be taking on the mic and will be um, speaking to patrons and, and, and community um, personnel as they go as they go throughout the island. So that's happening on the seventeenth. Mm -hmm. um, that is this weekend. Is it? Ne yes, Saturday. Saturday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's happening this Saturday, mm -hmm. and it's white. I cannot. White to fit. Right to, to fit. Three sixty, mm -hmm. and it's a leisure and wellness club, and they will be hosting a health and wellness dance tour that is going to be happening this Saturday. And they, that tour will be going throughout the yeah. island in a motorcade style. So look a, out for it. Yeah, that's a good idea, actually, to kind of decentralize the the mm -hmm. drive for healthy living and healthy lifestyles. You mm -hmm. know, oftentimes people say everything is, is in, in Roseau. Roseau. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so actually moving throughout the island is, is a good idea. So I, I think they should do well. Um, I know the organizers have a lot of energy. I know some of them. Um, a lot of energy. So I anticipate Anticipate it will be a, a an energetic tour. <laughs> that, definitely. Yes. All right. So Trudy, it's now ten twenty six. What we're going to do? We're going to take a short break, and then we will definitely commence into the, the hallmark of our show. So this break is brought to you by the best detergent on island, American Fresh. You cannot go wrong without 
American Fresh. Trudy, I'm not too sure if you're a fan, yeah. um, but I'm a huge fan of American, of American Fresh. Fresh. And you can get the hand wash, you can get the dishwashing liquid, the liquid um, detergent, the fabric softener, and of course, the soap powder, mm -hmm. all in the brand American Fresh. We'll be right back. shopping experience who say health cannot have vibes well jolly's pharmacy is proving you otherwise so we're back with you um this month is a very packed month and there's so many awareness happening and um this month it's um the month of the elderly the, the month of the aged as they would normally say um it is pcos awareness month it is um caribbean wellness month mm -hmm. and it is also prostate cancer awareness month and i think just last week was world suicide day as yes, well that yes. was held uh, we didn't get a time to really discuss it i know in previous shows we've mentioned a lot about mental health and suicide and and so forth and so again um we just want to mention in quickly um that suicide ideations they are considered medical emergencies and so if someone has attempted or has thoughts of attempting to commit suicide and you do know they may have confided in you they may have said something to you um, they may have told you or you would have recognized erratic changes behavioral changes happening to them alert someone and definitely take them to the nearest medical facility yes. it is considered a medical emergency and we know that um, um, suicides are caused due to mental health disorders um, i don't believe no one person um, would just take their life because they want to leave this world um, mm. just aimlessly, just because. Um, there, it's a process that, that comes. I'm not a psychiatrist, but as a pharmacist, the, the, the basics that I know of psychiatry mm -hmm. um, would confirm that you would have to get to a phase of, um, uh, uh, um, uh, you know, almost uh, mental health um, disorder, whether it's, uh, you know, somewhere where you, you are not of song mind, you're not of yourself, mm -hmm. and therefore um, would certainly need rehabilitative work and help and psychosocial 
counseling as well. Yes, and and Carlton for Will Suicide Day, I I listened to to a program um with um psychologist uh Gay Grant Massacre who we've had on on yes. this show as well. And I'm um, just just got a little further insight really into the whole, you know, it, it the, the serious the act of suicide being this um attempt or this feeling to escape pain mm -hmm. the person not necessarily wanting to die but to escape pain. whatever pain yeah. it is nice and pain yeah. meaning you know the whole psychological mm -hmm. pain abstract pain yes not yes mm -hmm. right just escape so a lot of times sometimes we a lot of times we may say you know why that person mm -hmm. you know left their family mm -hmm. and in, in all that suffering yeah. and it was selfish mm -hmm. but it's a it's a, a a way to escape the pain that they are feeling emotionally um you know a lot of times and sometimes Thing that I learned um, new is that yes, suicide typically occurs as the result of a, a, a mental disorder, but sometimes extreme sadness mm -hmm. and with a trigger can cause a acute, you know, stage of, of, of mental illness that where the person commits mm -hmm. suicide. So sometimes it's not a long-standing, um, mm -hmm. you know, mental illness. It might be something acute, something that happens, you know, very quickly or very True. you know some some big True. event mm -hmm. can trigger that and that's a good point that you've raised because let's look at someone just getting a deadly diagnosis yes exactly. and it has happened it has happened right so some sort of big life-changing news mm -hmm. you know or we've also seen i mean people as people sometimes trivialize it but people who have lost a loved one mm -hmm. you know either lost as in mm -hmm. the person died or lost as in the person left them this yeah, person yeah. yes and they are, you know, mm -hmm. how you would maybe say pushed over the edge, mm -hmm. you know. So it is possible for some big event to kind of tip that person over. Uh, so we also have to be aware of that. True. If major things happen to, to, mm -hmm. to people that we know and love, True. to kind of watch them. Right. Pay attention to it's them true. because you never know what could really right. trigger. And I, you know, as you're saying that, there, it just reminds reminds me of an interview I saw of Robin Williams' wife ah. recently, and she was really, really saddened and cried. She was really crying because she said that her husband was experiencing some type of mental that he had gotten a mental diagnosis, but it wasn't depression. It was something to do with his brain. I don't, it wasn't Alzheimer's, but it's something mm -hmm. to do with his brain shrinking or dying uh, or something like that. He had mm -hmm. gotten that, Robin Williams, mm -hmm. he had gotten that diagnosis and he had begun to trip and fall without he know. Okay, loss and, of balance. Yes, and, and okay. things like that. And um, he just couldn't deal with the diagnosis. Mm, yes. And, and he, come, he killed himself. Right, right. Um, recently, a, a, a big journalist in the U.S., an anchor, a young lady, 27 years old, mm -hmm. um, committed suicide too, I think just about two weeks ago as well. Mm -hmm. You know, she was so bubbly and yet still she suffered with mental health issues. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so again, um, the symptoms and signs don't always show on our faces. Right. Um, some of us will have the biggest of smile. Some of us will have the biggest of social life. Mm -hmm. where we go out the most and we lime and we have the most friends but as you said there is a silent pain mm -hmm. that is mm -hmm. happening and that's also one other thing too on that 
uh, during Will Suicide Day, I saw the push, you know, for some um, social media posts and so on, for people to be very careful on social media mm-hmm. about things that they say That's and true. and you know mm-hmm. how they how they might um, comment on certain true. people's the bullying. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, because that as as we become more technologically advanced and everybody's on true. social media, the 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 specialists or the mental health um, um, practitioners are seeing that that social media mm-hmm. interaction is one of the big For real. causes or the big pushes mm-hmm. behind people um, committing suicide, people, you know, having poor mental health um, status. Very true. I mean, you look at things like, you know, pornography. Mm-hmm. Somebody, somebody shared a private moment with someone mm-hmm. and then something went wrong and the person, you know, this, you know, just maliciously put it on social media yes yes. and uh, you 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 know you can't, it takes a lot to have to deal with something like that mm-hmm. you know and these are things that we see time and time again and um some of us share it like crazy yes you yes. know but and even, always think of the, the the other person behind the scene and even right people experiencing bad times um and you you're sharing it you mm-hmm. you you're laughing mm-hmm. and that just makes the person who is going through the bad mm-hmm. time even you know more yeah, depressed yeah, or, or more true. affected yes so we really wanted to just highlight that so again to those you know who have you know survived those who may have had the thoughts and have conquered the thoughts and have sick the help we want to say kudos to you thumbs up for you we stand in solidarity with you and we say that you are a silent hero mm-hmm. um you know so you know and even those who support people with mental health challenges we want to definitely big you up too i say that we have a call somebody may want to comment on that let's take that call this morning Mm, this caller has gone so we okay the person beep okay good morning caller good morning caller good morning caller you remember the titanic if I remember the movie Titanic, yeah, yes I Richard. did. Yes I do. Remember the lady when her husband couldn't go and move back, she did. The lady who's what? When they say only women and children, not men, and she said if her husband cannot find body and body life boat, she sent herself in the water with her husband. Ah, uh, I don't remember that part, but <laughs> yeah, that could have been so long time I've not looked at the movie again. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes, thank you. Definitely. And even so too, you know, Trudy, the elderly, I mean, you know, there are many people, especially those who came back from England and have been married 60 years, 55 years, and have spent a lifetime with their loved one and then one, you know, passes on and then they are in this big house alone because mm-hmm. the children are living in England or the US or somewhere else. And yes, they may call their children, may call them as often as possible, but the loneliness mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. kind of creeps in and uh, they are more likely to suffer depression. And uh, as also we're celebrating the age of the month of the elderly, elderly. that's an area too that needs a lot of focus. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. All right, so what we're going to do, we're going to take a short break and then we will be switch, switching gears as we are going to be talking about PCOS for a bit. Thank you. 
Say health cannot have vibes. Well, Jolly's Pharmacy is proving you otherwise. With health vibes. Every Wednesday morning on Q95 from 10 a.m. to 11.30. Health vibes. Education, information, and a bit of humor. And not forgetting lots of vibes. Hosted by Carlton Langdo with co-hosts Jacinta Fagan Defoe and Trudy Christian. Jolly's Pharmacy is bringing health and vibes together every Wednesday. So be sure to tune in. Pharmacy leading the way in healthcare. All right, so we're back with you. It is now 10:38, and we've been really trying to segment the show to really make it a little more comprehensive. Um, we know that this month is also PCOS, PCOS Awareness Month, and um, it is an area of interest that my co-host is very, very much interested in she has done a lot of research a lot of education and i know that she's um, a huge um, support i think she's organized a, a group um, that supports um, women with this disease um, she herself was diagnosed with it some time ago and um, i think when a diagnosis like that you could do either one thing you can sit down and feel sorry for yourself or you can empower yourself and this morning, Trudy, um, you are going to be on the other side of the yes. of, of the mic. <laughs> so yes. I'm going to be sort of asking you because we've been hearing the abbreviation PCOS, mm -hmm. and um, for me as a pharmacist, I do know what it means. Mm -hmm. But for the layperson out there, and um, particularly our young women, our mm -hmm. women, young and old, mm -hmm. who have heard that name, my mother, person like my mother, is my sorti, you know, you know yes. that kind of a thing where that come out again and mm -hmm. it's like all of a sudden all kind of thing just creeping up mm -hmm, what mm -hmm. is that pcos about yes tell us a little about pcos so pcos the the acronym it stands for polycystic ovary syndrome mm -hmm. no a polycystic ovarian so some people you know instead of saying that long term mm -hmm. abbreviated it as pcos or some people even say pcos um as as the way to refer to it so the name says polycystic ovary syndrome so you hear ovary so mm -hmm. you know that's the female mm -hmm. reproductive organ so you already get the inkling that it's a female disorder but it's not strictly a female reproductive disorder it's actually a hormonal mm -hmm. disorder so what is occurring in women with pcos and it affects one in ten women yeah so it's not wow. even rare mm -hmm. one in ten means you know ten people mm -hmm. sitting in a room one of them yeah. may have pcos sure. so it's not it's not particularly rare um the statistics show it's it's fairly you know common it's one of the most common um female hormonal issues and a local gynecologist um who will be speaking at an, an event i'll speak about in a while dr amor robinson amor sorry mm -hmm. mentioned that it is extremely prevalent in dominica that she's seeing more cases here than she did when she practiced in the united states wow so it is actually an issue that you know is relevant for dominicans because it seems that we have a particularly high um prevalence mm -hmm. of, of this condition so it's a hormonal disorder and it causes so many varied 
symptoms and um you know outcomes for women that it's something that really needs to be looked at closely uh one person i i, I spoke to once described pcos as a loaded gun yeah. where the disease itself the condition itself may not be fatal mm -hmm. but what it causes to occur to the body might result in death right Major so so yes because there are associations with it with cardiovascular disease mm -hmm. with diabetes mm -hmm. which is very very prevalent in women with pcos mm -hmm. so not just the reproductive aspect but a lot of other health issues and arise even, even psychological and too. psych right yeah. a lot mm -hmm. of mental health issues mm -hmm. as well um depression anxiety in particular so it is it is a a, a a loaded gun and i like that analogy because it you know the gun has all these bullets in it you know the diabetes the mm -hmm. the cardiovascular disease the mental mm -hmm. health um concern mm -hmm. the reproductive mm -hmm. um issues yeah so a lot of different um bullets mm -hmm. in that one gun well let me ask you though Trudy, in terms of diagnosis is it something that a woman may be at home and she might have heard the abbreviation mm -hmm. and Google it, and then she begins to run and look at symptoms, yes. and then she begins to kind of characterize and say, well, you know, that looks like me. Maybe I have that, and may even claim the disease. Mm -hmm. Does, you see are that the symptoms, uh, uh, do they mimic other um, gynecological disorders? Quite, quite possibly. The thing is, PCOS is a syndrome, so there is a lot of, um, you know, it, it's not very, I would say, cut and dry as to what the individual may experience. There are a lot of different um, symptoms. Some people may experience the syndrome in one way, and other people may experience it in slightly different ways. So the diagnosis has to be given, you know, by a medical practitioner. You said something very important, Carlton. Sometimes people Google things mm -hmm. and they decide, you know, boy, is that I have? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but having without that... Without getting yes, the confirmation. without getting the confirmation. But having the medical practitioner, the medical professional diagnose is so, so important. I can give my personal story sure. about diagnosis. Well, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I grew up, you know, I, I started having a, a period maybe at about the age of 12 and then quickly thereafter it disappeared. Hmm. By the age of 13, I had not had a period for many, many months. And so my mother, you know, took me to a gynecologist. This gynecologist has since passed away, one of the longtime gynecologists mm -hmm. in Dominica. And, you know, the gynecologist said, you know, it, it might be um, hormonal. hormonal. So he gave me birth control pill. Mm -hmm. This is one of the frequent methods used yes. to treat an irregular yes. period. Uh, or was your mother open to And that? my mother was, you know, very cut. <laughs> like, I mean, how you can give a 13-year-old birth control. But yeah. this is an actual way that mm -hmm. is that, you know, yes. irregular periods are treated. But of course, for a young teenage girl, you know, you know all the, the, mm -hmm. the ideas that mm -hmm. might be behind that young girl being on birth control. So the doctor prescribed this three-month um, birth control. I remember it was Minulet which he said was mild and I was supposed to take it for three months to regulate the period. I think after the second month my mother says she's not buying that for me again, <laughs> the third month. So, you know, I progress in my teenage years gaining weight, no period, sometimes months even a full calendar year has passed. Wow. No period. By the time I'm 18 at this time I'm working at the convent high school and I get a period 
and this period is lasting forever. Wow. On the 18th day of bleeding, I, it was my birthday actually, I was out at a restaurant and when I got up, the entire chair was Ooh. covered. I said, oh my God. Jesus. And of course, you know, you're in Paris. Yeah, <laughs> you're out with friends and you're at a restaurant. Wow. So then, you know, my friends say, well, you have to go to a doctor. Yes. So I go to a gynecologist, a new one. Of course, the previous one when I was 15 has since, had since passed. And this one says to me, you know, you're never supposed to have a period that is lasting for that long yeah. without medical intervention. You should have come a long mm -hmm. time ago. But I'm not accustomed of getting periods, so you know, mm -hmm. I don't. I, I figure maybe because I am not accustomed of getting this one is super long. Mm -hmm. So the doctor prescribed Provera, or or or. Uh, yes, no. I think it is Provera norethisterone, norethisterone yeah. mm -hmm. to stop the period. Okay. Pro yes. Provera is a major oxyprogesterone. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To stop the period because you know it was lasting for too long. Mm -hmm. And then he mentioned to me, you know what? I want you to do a transvaginal ultrasound to take a look at your ovaries because I think you have PCOS. I, so I went home and the same Google thing. Mm. I Google PCOS and the first image I saw is of bearded women. Women <laughs> with a whole lot of facial hair. Beard. I said to myself, Kisa, <laughs> I cannot have that. Because I remember I'm 18 yes. and no, I did not have any beard. And this thing just looks scary. I mean, women with beard, and I'm reading it saying it's a hormonal issue where there is a, a, a higher level of male hormone. And, you know, these are the things that kind of occur. And I said, ah, I'd have that. So I put, I never went for the transvaginal ultrasound. I disregarded the doctor's advice and I continue with my life, you know, just ignoring. Mm -hmm. Once again, not getting period, weight gain, um, you know, acne, but I'm not really putting any of those things together. together yeah. um, then maybe when I was about 24, I went to another gynecologist for an unrelated issue. And this one said to me, give me your history of your periods. So when I said I don't, you know, get periods, she said, no, 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 no. That's not, you're not supposed to not get periods, which is something a lot of women don't know. Mm. Some women maybe figure... It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Socially, you know, I'm you know? not getting my yeah. period when everybody yeah. else cannot do yeah. things. I can do them yeah. because I yeah. don't get period. I don't get cramps. I don't, yeah. you know, so I am good. And I used to think that too. You know, certain times of the month, my friends would say they cannot do this mm -hmm. and I am, I can do everything <laughs> at any time, you know? So the doctor says you're not supposed to have absent periods. That's a, that's that's a no. So she sends me once again for the same transvaginal mm -hmm. ultrasound that I avoided when I was 18. And when they did the scan, I remember the doctor is doing the scan and he's asking me questions at the time. You know, do you get a period? And he's saying, hmm. And I say, oh my God, something is showing up mm -hmm. on that scan. So lo and behold, on the scan um, is the appearance of many little, little um, almost like little, little holes, little, little dots, almost like you have an orange and the orange has little pits, mm -hmm. right? Or you have a moon and the moon has craters. That's how the ovaries look, can look in somebody with PCOS. Now, those little things on the ovary, they're not true cysts, but they are everywhere an egg was supposed to be releasing from the ovary every month. That egg did not mature and it remained there in that follicle and it created that little bump. So what mm -hmm. is happening in the woman with PCOS many times is that she's not ovulating. Mm -hmm. So that's where the reproductive issues mm -hmm. arise. Without ovulating, yeah, you cannot get, get pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. So And that is one of the symptoms or the conditions of this thing that really affects 
many women this lack or this uh, i would say reduced fertility mm -hmm. you know so i go back to the doctor with the scan and she says based on your absent periods and the scan results i will diagnose you with pcos there is another thing that could have been checked it would have been my male hormone levels mm -hmm. um and that is the third thing that is used for diagnosis mm -hmm. but you don't need to see all three if you get two out of the three mm -hmm. you can you, make the diagnosis yeah. yeah so the diagnosis was made for me based on no periods or absent periods as i said sometimes a full 12 months would pass mm -hmm. no period and the little appearance of the little cyst on the ovary so that was the diagnosis and then when i started to research this thing everything that i was experiencing started to make sense the weight gain mm -hmm. because that is one of the major yeah, symptoms ability to control mm -hmm. your weight the presence of acne um some women have the beard mm -hmm. or even chest yes, hair yeah. here on their back mm -hmm. you know places where a man mm -hmm. would have hair they may some may lose their hair too mm -hmm. hair thinning right yeah. some mm -hmm. may start to suffer from baldness mm -hmm. you know where the hair is dropping in a male pattern mm -hmm. way in the center of the head you know so all of these things i although i wasn't experiencing all but i was definitely the weight management was definitely an issue for me the absence of the periods um you know i had not at that time been trying to get pregnant or thinking about pregnancy but that is a major thing for mm -hmm. women this you know the, the, the lack of the ability to 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 conceive mm -hmm. um so it was it just opened up a whole new world the more i research ah and another thing carlton something that a lot of women experience and i do too is dark patches on the skin which is called acanthosis nigricans and it's actually a sign of insulin resistance yes that's true so this we is where especially around the cheeks yes the, neck, the cheeks the, neck. the neck yes you know yes, sometimes yes, when yes. people have these mm -hmm. dark necks and people mm -hmm. say boy it's, it's quass yeah you know they're yeah. not cleaning their yeah. neck look at yeah. that mouth pop <laughs> really and yeah, truly that is true. a medical sign of the, it's yeah, a medical sign mm -hmm. and so whereas my neck is not affected but i have on my face mm -hmm. um you know in 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 the the um groin area i have mm -hmm. seen this and i said also that is what mm -hmm. that is related to and once you now open up this and about 80% of, of people who have PCOS women are insulin resistant. Mm -hmm. That's when now you're starting to talk about that diabetes yes. risk. Yes. And that is, you know, the critical factor. Um, the statistics are showing that by the age of 40, over 50% of women with PCOS will be diagnosed with type 2 mm -hmm. diabetes. That's true. So, if so you, then they begin yeah, a placebo treatment. Yes. <laughs> so that is why for many women with PCOS, myself included, the physician, in order to regulate the period and to, to, to counteract the insulin resistance, the will prescribe the drug metformin. metformin. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, you know, it is, I see we have, we have somebody mm -hmm. trying to get through. Caller, mm -hmm. good morning. Good morning to you, caller. Thanks for calling. Good morning, Miss Christian. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Mr. It's good to hear your story. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I don't have this year. I'm just, I'm teaching you. Listen to me. I want to get in touch with Mr. Carlton Lando. It's very, very important after the show because I've been suffering from an ache in my leg for the past three weeks. I'm not getting any resistance. Mr. Lando, I'm using two of your medications. Um, we will talk. I, yeah, yes, we, call me. 
Well, well, give me a number, please. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Um, I I don't want to get off on the air like that though. Um, okay, okay, okay. Let me tell you. I'm I'm, I'm giving you mine, so you call me. Okay, yeah, get to me. Six one two. Three seven. Seven eight. Okay. Okay. I'll give you a call. Teacher, you for call me. Yes, I'll give you a call. Very important. Okay. Thank okay. you. All right. I truly wanted to ask you though, um, in the absence of the period at the time, mm -hmm. were you feeling like even like when maybe you wouldn't know what the, the, the typical dates your period, but were you feeling like a period wants to come or anything like that? Sometimes that happens in my youth, like in my teenage years. No, I wasn't feeling that. But sometimes it can happen where you feel all the signs, you know, but there is no bleed. So that can also that can also happen. But for me, no. And another thing, a lot of women with PCOS experience, and I experienced it too. I remember when I was not getting a period when I was a teenager. Once my grandmother said to me, my paternal grandmother um you know you 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 were you were talking to boys now <laughs> because remember people's people's understanding of no period yes is is pregnant you're pregnant yes, yes. so as a young girl growing up you know there is this thought mm -hmm. if you if you tell in your family or so you're not seeing mm -hmm. a period that yes. oh she might have gone somewhere mm -hmm. and you know get herself in trouble mm -hmm. so a lot of you know there's a lot of i guess social impact um mm -hmm. with a condition like that you know people having um misconceptions about you people you know thinking you you're strange or or, or you know what you saying is not making sense so that's why the more people have awareness about certain conditions is the better outcomes the people with the conditions have because they feel you know more understood they can actually get a, 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 a remedy or they can get help for their situation instead of feeling ashamed so there's a lot of shame um, a lot of reluctance to speak out about it um, but with the awareness that we have in now it's becoming a lot more easy for people to speak about um, female health conditions and PCOS in particular mm -hmm. yes okay so in terms of um you know, a lot of women, particularly, I, I recently a young lady came to see me in my office um, mm. with the same symptoms. She had, well, she was diagnosed already, mm -hmm. and um, she was kind of upset. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember she said twice, you know, to 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 the to the person that was with her, already I can't even have a child. Mm. You know, and and I could see how psychologically that reality may have been affecting her. You mm -hmm, know, the mere mm -hmm. fact that she, the possibility of having her own child, mm -hmm. you know, was a bit, um, you know, slim. Mm -hmm. um, what type of support, you know, does your group or um, and even for you as a, as a public health specialist, what type of advice do you give? And you, you do a lot of work with female reproductive and, and female health. What type of advice and, and support, you know, is there for women? who are, you know, a bit depressed about that. Yes. So, I mean, two things are, 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 you are, you are kind of addressing two things. The mental health status of the woman and the fertility status of the woman. So because of the condition and all the possible outcomes, the low fertility, the, as I mentioned, the weight gain, etc., etc., a lot of women do need psychological help. They need therapy. They need to actually address mm -hmm. the psychological issues that come with the with the disorder. That's one. And that fertility thing, a lot of women, particularly those who may be in relationships,
relationships in which having a child is an expectation mm -hmm. there is that added pressure there's the societal pressure of you know women should just be able to have children normally and there's the relationship pressure mm -hmm. that they might have so getting um psychological uh care is very important mm -hmm. for women the second thing about fertility um women that have pcos if they are managing the condition and there are ways in which it can be managed then their fertility chances mm -hmm. increase mm -hmm. so there is a possibility a large possibility of women with pcs having mm -hmm. children they mm -hmm. just need to regulate mm -hmm. that ovulation that is not mm -hmm. happening so the hormones need to be balanced um so a lot of women may um, receive a drug to improve their ovulation, mm -hmm. um, Clomid. Clomid yes, yes. Mm -hmm. so a lot of um, gynecologists would prescribe mm -hmm. that for women, and that helps some women just by exercising and losing weight, which would therefore reduce their insulin levels mm -hmm. and help the ovaries to not be producing so much testosterone and kind of regulate the hormone estrogen. Mm -hmm. They might see increase in their fertility. I know I have somebody in the in the PCOS support group who, for instance, she changed her diet and unbeknownst to her she just got pregnant she wasn't even thinking about it she had been with the same partner for years mm -hmm. and um a change in diet and lifestyle actually caused her to to get pregnant when she was you know not even expecting mm -hmm. to so what i what i what we provide in the pcos support group and um dominica pcos association is kind of education on how to manage the condition and managing it creates good outcomes for fertility. Mm -hmm. There's also a fertility um, clinic in St. Lucia that we do a lot of partnership with um, St. Lucia Fertility Clinic. They were here in Dominica doing some um, clinics recently, two months ago or so. Mm -hmm. So sometimes they come to Dominica, mm -hmm. they choose a location and they mm -hmm. see see people so that is also another option there's a fertility clinic in barbados as well that some women if they have the resources they you know mm -hmm. they can travel to barbados unfortunately in dominica we don't have mm -hmm. specialists for fertility mm -hmm. but um you can be referred to another island if you you know you really need to look at that closely mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you guys i know that um from a you know most people would be diagnosed or would have gotten a diagnosis from the gynecologist mm -hmm. but is there any is there a role for the endocrinologist yes, in this? Yes. because we're talking about hormone hormones right? yes so we have a, an endocrinologist locally for this our first time having this specialty here dr natasha maxim esprit and she has been doing a lot of work on pcos it's a hormonal condition so in her specialty which is to do with hormones mm -hmm. endocrinology she she really sees a lot of women and you know helps with that diagnosis as well so you could go to a gynecologist because a lot of people look at the reproductive mm -hmm. aspect but you could also seek treatment and help from an endocrinologist mm -hmm. and we have one locally um actually she'll be presenting at an event we have uh, at the end of the month on the 29th mm -hmm. so the dominica planned parenthood association um along with myself we're putting on this educational forum and jolly's of course is a part of it jolly's is always a part of these you know <laughs> educational endeavors where we'll be helping women to learn how to manage pcos so they'll be 
be Dr. Natasha Maxim Esprit, Dr. Um, Robinson Armour, who is a gynecologist, Dr. Alicia Honorary Felix, she's a, she, a wellness, a lifestyle mm -hmm. and wellness coach, mm -hmm. and also Jacinta Fagan Defoe of Jolly's, you know, doing presentations on management of PCOS. And we, we want to also have a, a kind of expo of the other ways you can manage the herbal roots, mm -hmm. the um, yes, the fitness mm -hmm. and, and diet roots. Yes. Yeah, so we'll have different aspects presented at that forum. It's on the 29th at UWE at 6.30 p.m. So it's, you know, I'm extending an invitation to women or maybe even men who have mm -hmm. wives and sure. girlfriends who have PCOS and they really want to help their partner to overcome this. You can get more information um, on the 29th at UWE at 6.30 p.m. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. The other thing I wanted to say just before we wrap up that segment is... Um, our society can be very harsh sometimes to oh, women yes. who are grown, you're a mm -hmm. professional person and you 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 know, you have no children as yet mm -hmm. and people, you know, will you somebody you, you may not have disclosed your diagnosis. You might have caught a diagnosis like that and you know your business. Mm -hmm. And um, everybody is in, on your case. What right. are you making a child? You what, know, are you making yes. a child? what are you doing with all the money? Well, yes, you know, yes. um, the boat will leave you and mm -hmm, that kind of mm -hmm, thing. And mm -hmm. some women may even have difficulty, you know, celebrating Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. They yes. just don't go to church or they don't go to events and you know, just because of the, 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 the statements that yes. are often made. Carlton, that is such a real issue. And typically, when I speak about PCOS, one of my takeaways is always empathy. I would like society to become more empathetic towards women in particular. A lot of people have, you know, negative comments making at, towards women or towards, you know, people in general. But women, I, I speak of a lot. And they don't know how that affects mm -hmm. The, the person, you know, in the long run. A lot of comments, for instance, yes, about the children thing, that is true. Um, you know, when are you making a child? As you correctly mm -hmm. said, um, you're just there, you know. Or, or, or pressure if, your husband to. Or, or yes. Or, or if you have a partner, they will mm -hmm. say, they will say, you're not giving the man mm -hmm. a child. You know, mm -hmm. you it's like, that is what you're supposed mm -hmm. to do as a yeah. woman. You're supposed yeah. to give him a yeah. child mm -hmm. and you're not doing it, you know, so it's your fault. Um, so there's a lot of pressure from the society on that, on things like the weight gain. So uh, somebody mm -hmm. will say, but that, 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 that woman is not, you know, she's not even taking care of herself. Or, or the famous thing, you're getting big again, or, or you're putting back on the weight. And I, you know, as somebody with PCOS who has battled with weight management my entire life, I gain weight easily like i'm breathing air mm -hmm. um you know and i i have to struggle to lose it and sometimes if you just slip it comes back so quickly mm -hmm. so last year for instance i lost 60 pounds that 60 pounds has come right back mm -hmm. i had covid at the end of last year and i lost a family member and i think that just set yes. me off yeah, set yeah, me yeah. right back off to yeah. you know square one yeah. and that happens but i am kind of focused on you know i have lost before i can lose again so mm -hmm. i keep i keep my mind um straight with that mm -hmm. feeling but a lot of people get so devastated by the weight True. gain and then you have society saying look at you you're putting on weight don't get bigger year, you I put know, on weight yeah, again yeah, it's true, it's <laughs> no no too much kfc you eating mm -hmm, you know yeah. and making judgment like that so if people would really take into consideration somebody may have a medical diagnosis mm -hmm. that is causing some of the things true. that you may not know about you need to be careful with the words that you speak Correct. you know yes i see somebody's trying to get us maybe we can take okay good morning to you caller thanks for calling good morning caller 
Okay, we, we may have lost this caller. Mm -hmm. Okay, feel free to call back. The numbers are 449 449-3095, 449-3096, 449-3097, 612-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-616-
that brand still is relevant and it today. capsules cancer so you can eliminate the taste i <laughs> wanted it. to mention that <laughs> so seven seasons available at jolly's pharmacy yes again great product so we're going to take a short break and then we'll be right back with you shopping experience. Who say health cannot have vibes? Well, Jolly's Pharmacy is proving you otherwise. With health vibes. Every Wednesday morning on Q95 from 10 a.m. to 11.30. Health vibes. Education, information, and a bit of humor. And not forgetting, lots of vibes. Hosted by Carlton Lando with co-hosts Jacinta Fagan Defo and Trudy Christian. Jolly's Pharmacy is bringing health and vibes together every Wednesday. So be sure to tune in. Pharmacy leading the way in healthcare. We're back with you. So again, we said this month is a very packed month, and so um, for the next couple of minutes, we're going to be to fo focusing on prostate screening because we know um, prostate cancer remains the number one um, cause of cancer death in men. Um, almost all our men. Um, with prostate cancer, particularly if it's been diagnosed late, they often succumb to that cancer. Um, the complications are really endless. Um, they do experience a lot of pain. There's a lot of suffering with that cancer. A lot of suffering. Sometimes you, you, you hear stories of men, you know, screaming out, particularly when they want to pee. Mm -hmm. You know, when they think urine is coming out, it's blood, thick blood clots. I mean, talking about it quivers me um, because I've had um, four uncles died of prostate cancer. Mm -hmm. So, and they all suffered immensely. So, we want to talk a little about screening. Yes, and screening is so important. Carlton, just last evening I did a, a presentation um, for DYBT and one of the aspects of the presentation was preventative health. Mm -hmm. Screening, I, a lot of people feel like I think one of the, the hesitancies about screening is I don't want to know. Yes, I, do, I just don't want to know the fear. Mm -hmm. But really and truly, the early detection is what can save your life. Mm -hmm. So it's not, the screening is not just about finding out you mm -hmm. have 
cancer, for instance, mm -hmm. prostate cancer. It's about maybe finding something that is at an early mm -hmm. enough stage that mm -hmm. you can get remedies for, you can get treated for before it becomes something untreatable, mm -hmm. right? So, so preventative health and screening, I really advocate for people following screening guidelines all the time. If it's one thing you want to make sure you keep in check is those screening guidelines. For men, um, a lot of hesitancy exists over the form mm -hmm. of screening that exists, the digital mm -hmm. rectal exam, mm -hmm. um, you know, where the, the prostate is very well felt. It's a little gland, um, but it's felt very well for the anus. So, mm -hmm. so the digital rectal, digital means fingers, rectum, mm -hmm. rectal, fingers inserted in the rectum to palpate to feel the prostate mm -hmm. and if it's enlarged the doctor or the medical practitioner would feel that mm -hmm. so men i know you know have an issue with this form of screening and that even complicates the uptake of screening among men when i was doing public health um at ue carlton they used to say for men to take screening you have to really schedule you have to make special programs to get them to do it you have to go to the um bars and you have to go Bus to stops, yes yeah. you have to go the to job, the, the construction yes mm -hmm. the stadium where they might be looking at their sports mm -hmm. and you have to try to get to them because they will not willingly mm -hmm. you know want to do it mm -hmm. um so that another way is the psa the prostate mm -hmm. specific antigen test which is mm -hmm. a blood test but they always say the digital rectal exam is more um it feels telling. the texture yes, of the of prostate the, mm -hmm. yeah because the prostate supposed to be smooth in mm -hmm. texture mm -hmm. so anytime it begins to feel bumpy so for example you may have done a psa test blood test and your PSA was let's say 1.2 which is very very normal but then the doctor did not do the digital rectal examination and not having done that um, you may have this false sense of security that you yeah. find yes but then the the digital rectal examination could actually confirm whether there are changes already occurring with the prostate gland and so that is why that particular test must be incorporated in the screening. So I know that many men, um, there is this phobia. It's a social phobia. It's um, an invasive phobia. Um, just the positioning of preparing to do that, that, that procedure, um, you feel a bit um, kind of naked or hmm. kind of violated. Um, but I always say to clients, one, um trust your doctor find a doctor that you feel very comfortable with whether mm -hmm. it's male or female if the doctor is properly trained most of the times the doctor will engage you in conversation pre and post and even while the procedure is being done that particular procedure lasts less than one minute mm. i remembered when i was deliberating to have it done and i had way past my 40s when i first um, did it i was most likely 47 thereabout so it means that seven years had lapsed and i hadn't done the test yet because i too um was i just felt and it's not a matter of a phobia of doing a test i felt it was more like an invasion of privacy mm -hmm. i felt like it was like really feeling violated or naked you know 
and I remember going to Dr. Adi um, because I was like trying to think of you know the, the doctors that I feel really comfortable with and so forth and I mean I know Dr. Adi's style he has this real confidential kind of thing about him I mean I mean most doctors are but something about him and I, I went there and to be honest with you Trudy it really lasted less than a minute yeah. um, it lasted less than a minute and um, and yes so the procedure is not and, and you're talking about less than a minute so let's say 60 seconds versus maybe two years of suffering one year of suffering with blood coming out from your penis um with you cannot you have an obstruction so you cannot urinate. you cannot urinate sometimes um the the cancer spreads to the to the to the colon as well mm. and then you have bowel construct um, um obstruction as well you can even pass your stool and sometimes in cases like the stool can actually come back up mm. into the stomach and the esophagus and into the, from the mouth we see complications like happening uh, and so these are some of the things that can occur um the the cancer can also spread to your bones and you are more likely to have broken bones you are more and, and cancer of the bones like if the cancer has metastasized to your bones um it can be very 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 debilitating and painful and so you you really want to think of the complications that can arise from you being negligent right so you might say boy for a man to and i always say that the doctor is not fun for the doctor it's just it's really just what it is mm -hmm. i think no doctor wants to know that it's the same finger that they might you know suck on some ice cream if you know <laughs> And they have to, I mean, do you want to be, you know, you just want to be explicit. And that is the same finger that they may have to use to do an examination. So no doctor really has a, have a fun day doing that screening. But it's just, that is the, the vent, that is the, the, the area that you have to access mm -hmm. the prostate. Mm -hmm. And I, I, you know, I, I, I think of all the time, truly, having a catheter um, place inside of the urethra to get to the bladder to, to empty the bladder how would that feel difficult that mm. is and then with you catheters they're often infections that's it yes so just thinking not pleasant a little tube having to go through your urethra that opening where the sperm and pee comes from and that has that little tube the doctor has to push that all the way in to get to your bladder, mm -hmm. to get you to urinate and so forth. And these are complications like this that occurs with prostate cancer. Mm -hmm. And why any person would want to go through that? So we're saying to you, if you're 40 years and above, you need to have your screening done. How regularly is it recommended? Um, normally, if you are fine, the doctor may tell you every two years, two years. or every sometimes even every three years, okay. depending on what the results. Um, taking into consideration, like I had the two done okay. at the same time. Okay. So I had the blood test and I had a digital, digital rectal. rectal. Okay. So then Dr. Adi said to me, I can come back in three years three time. Years. Okay. You understand? And then after three years, so, the, so based on what he's seeing, he will tell you how often the screening should be done. All right. We have a caller. Good morning to you, caller. Thanks for calling. Yeah, fireman again. You know, politics to call in so people who call and make point because right now it's a serious program and a great program. You know Thank what I'm you. saying? So fireman always call and put his little two cents because I don't have sense, but I know what I say make a lot of sense because mm -hmm. why? I don't even know about Dr. Sebi. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I know about Dr. Sibyl. I love him plenty. He makes me, me know a lot of things. And I have to share my little vibes to the people who, who want to learn things and do things now. Based on the prostate cancer you're talking about, what are really causing that really and truly? What causes prostate cancer? Yeah. We still don't know. Okay. There are there are no. there are there are risk factors that can cause it, such as um, smoking, family history, a diet filled with um, fatty foods, um, food uh, you know. Um, um, there are others. Some other. There are some others that I just can't think. Your age is age. also a factor. Your ethnicity. Is, so there are some risk factors, but there's still not a definite cause yet. No, based on what you're saying earlier on, that certain man when they go to work, use the washroom, they're having a problem in pain and whatsoever because, uh, as I say again, everything is in your blood, mm-hmm. right? Every disease you have in the world is in human being blood. And when it tells you, when it blood cannot take more, it affects the body also. As you said, bones and it, when it comes to the bones, obviously the flesh will have a problem. Now the problem with have, as you say, no. A lot of men have habits and have attitude. And now, according to your lifestyle, the things you eat in the life you live in, as you say, you have to visit a doctor. Because mm-hmm. what you're doing, you have to check yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of them have the empress, the wife or the girlfriend, the side chick. Tell them to go to doctor. You say to them, doctor, but this is the one to check yourself. Mm-hmm. Another problem we have with them again now. When you go to the doctor, whosoever doctor you go to, and the doctor talk to you, explain to you what you have to do. You're doing what you want and not what the doctor tells you to do. So they sure. have another problem that mm-hmm. that's bad. You know, you know what I'm saying? You hear mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. I tell you, you know, my brother, because me does something. I don't need natural resources. Because I tell you, I love Dr. Sebi, so I learn a lot of things. Who shall bless no one curse? Mm-hmm. And me yourself know. I know my history. I know my culture. I know my life. Nobody can tell me nothing and what I know. You know what I'm saying? So I have to share my little knowledge to who want to overstand things. Because life is very important. Because I tell you, it's life, health, and strength. Because I can talk all the talking. And you're not healthy, you crash. You don't make no sense. You don't scare, come back again. Mm-hmm. Catch yourself. So anyhow, as I say again, you go to the doctor, the doctor tell you what you have to do. You want to do what you want, as you feel as you want. That's a problem. If the doctor, when you go to the doctor, the doctor tell you what you have to do. You have to do what the doctor say. Mm-hmm. Make time for yourself because not, you don't help any doctor, you know. You're helping yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you help yourself, obviously helping the doctor, you make him look great because why? What he tells you to do is working for you. So you have to work with him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And there we have a problem. And as I say again now, it's all about, it have a, what they call alkaline body, right? Mm-hmm. As I tell you, as you just said, you're right. It's the way we eat our lifestyle, where we eat a lot of crazy food and a lot of crazy things. Mm-hmm. So your body not alkaline. No, we have to alkaline our body. You know, alkaline body is not eating a whole professional with a crazy thing. You have to eat a lot of beans, drink a lot of natural water, eat a lot of greens, change your food style. Your little soup, your little broth, mix your food, a lot of bit, a lot of dry food, dry food. You can't eat dry food, you'll be helping the blood. As I tell you, the blood have everything. So you have to support the blood. You know what I'm saying? I could say so much things in my life because I love your program and I'll Thank always you. continue when you have that program because why? In what politics you're talking, would you are blessed, no one kills. Up and running, fireman running, man listening, give thanks for life. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, and, 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 and yes, truly. So sometimes you, it's not a matter of trying to make people scared. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's important to really preach the reality on the ground. And the reality is prostate cancer is a very painful cancer. Um, it's, and, and that pain doesn't only affect the patient, but the loved ones of as course. well. 
the, the wife who has to stay up all night long because I, she the husband cannot sleep mm-hmm. you know and i wanted to make a comment about that too it's the same way that you know when we when we talk about female um related conditions and we want to say that men should support women it's in the same way that women need to be aware mm-hmm. and of, of male um possible conditions mm-hmm. male health conditions and be supportive as well i've had an experience with a friend who said that you know she realized when her husband would go to to urinate um at night he would take forever Hmm. in the bathroom Mm -hmm. um which means that he already had an issue with passing the urine Mm -hmm. now if the woman as as this person's wife Mm -hmm. is aware of some of the um early signs of a, of a, of a affected prostate then the woman can advocate for this man to sure. have himself checked out mm-hmm. but if you're unaware then you don't even have the ability to support your partner in that way so i think it's critical for both men and women to really understand some of these health conditions mm-hmm. prostate cancer is one that you know the the the, the inability to pass urine for true is one of those mm-hmm. symptoms that um mm-hmm. presents itself Blood in the um urine. yes mm-hmm. very early so you know knowing these things can help you to support and tell your partner you know encourage mm-hmm. i think encouragement is is one of the best things that you can do you need to go and and, and get yourself checked don't 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 put this off don't say you're too busy don't say you will do it next week mm-hmm. you know you need to do it and you need to do it sure. now give, give, give the partner an mm-hmm. ultimatum and and that is my that is my um <laughs> that is my charge this morning to the ladies Mm -hmm. help the men you know to take care of themselves because sometimes they might be reluctant to do so and then as Carlton you said the family you the the, the Mm -hmm. partner you suffer if the the person suffers as well yes Um, I I think too I'm truly without cutting you a lot mm -hmm. of the times um, men suffer in silence Mm -hmm. Um, they do not express themselves um, they may experience symptoms and never tell anyone at all. Um, try to deal with it on their own, and it's an it's an egoistic type mm-hmm, of thing mm-hmm. that has affected us and has caused us to fail many many times and make really bad decisions. And ultimately, we end up losing our lives and basically the things that we would have worked so hard for we never enjoyed them you know that big house that you work so hard to build and you you sacrifice so much for um time you get to that age to really enjoy it you are heading to the graveyard um because you did not make um your health a priority mm-hmm. and if you do experience or you are experiencing or you're seeing certain signs that doesn't seem right so for example when you pee you recognize that your pee is not really looking yellow anymore it looking very dark brown or it looking reddish Um, that is something that is not normal and should be checked or you recognize that you just cannot hold your pee at all anymore Mm -hmm. you get the urge to pee and immediately you have to pee if you don't, you'll wet yourself. Or you may find that you're not, your pee is not, your bladder is not fully emptying. Mm-hmm. So you shake your penis after peeing. Time you put your penis back in your underwear, you're wetting down yourself. 
all your, your, your a whole set of pictures start coming out again and you're wondering where is it coming from um that is something too that 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 could indicate that the prostate is enlarging mm -hmm. um you may also see impotence uh, where you have difficulty maintaining and getting an erection you may see blood in your semen mm -hmm. all right um so when you ejaculate um you may see blood um in your in your sperm um that is something too in the semen that is something too that you want to be looking out for um you may in some cases experience testicular um changes or pain in your testicles um or changes in your testicles that is something too that would have to be um, checked you may experience back pain um, and you may see that back pain um, not an acute one meaning that it just suddenly occurred but a chronic one so you find your back is always hurting you um, you may see constipation too um, and you might be on constipation yes because if the cancer has spread it can also spread to the colon and uh, and so you could end up having colorectal cancer and so um, if you see changes in your bowel movement you consen you're consistently constipated or you're seeing blood in your in your stool um when you when you you and we always say to watch your 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 waist watch your urine watch your stool turn, um, at yeah, all times turn around after you know turn you, around and look wipe the even when you use the toilet paper look at it too mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because it could say a lot about what's happening in your body um so you want to be looking out for those things but again too there may be no symptoms mm -hmm. in some cases there there may be no symptom at all good and so Carlton, now that brings us back to the importance of screening mm -hmm. because if you are not screening you would not know That's because it. you may be no symptoms mm -hmm. and you would not know and i wanted to bring up that very important point as it relates to health healthy eating and screening now taking from what the last caller said sometimes people are following really the optimal lifestyle mm -hmm. uh you know in terms of diet mm -hmm. their diet is is clean is good you know mm -hmm. they're not doing the things that we say are wrong in mm -hmm. terms of eating they are exercising mm -hmm. they are otherwise healthy but the thing about cancer cancer yes there are other risk factors uh, genetics is genetics. you know mm -hmm. so sometimes you might be mm -hmm. following this pristine lifestyle mm -hmm. and you are at an elevated cancer risk and sure. you suck you you get cancer and it's not your fault it's not mm -hmm. you you know it's not because you eat you eat mm -hmm. badly or you you know so sometimes what i see a lot of and it's not just for prostate cancer and men it's for other forms of cancer as well people might neglect to screen because they figure their lifestyle is healthy that's correct so therefore you know cancer there's still this naivete like you know cancer cannot impact me mm -hmm. because i'm eating well mm -hmm. you know what i mean i'm following mm -hmm. a, a vegetarian lifestyle mm -hmm. i saw a member of the cancer society a very active one say recently she before she was diagnosed with breast cancer was doing everything mm -hmm. like all her colleagues would say mm -hmm. you always eating healthy you know you're not you're not you know you're mm -hmm. not you're not taking a little break and you know you know let's say you have cake or something like that and no she would no she would stick to her healthy mm -hmm. eating and she got cancer mm -hmm. so that's why the screening is what we're advocating mm -hmm. for because in the absence of symptoms 
the screening is what would save true, you true you know mm -hmm. so you re we really need to let people know even mm -hmm. if you feel like you are doing well with your your diet your exercise cancer screening in particular is something you just must you must do mm -hmm. you follow the guidelines mm -hmm. based on your age and have it done don't 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 say you too you're too healthy mm -hmm. for that mm -hmm. you know it, it, it's it's uh, cancer can be a what a respect it's not a respecter of um what do you say of persons yes it is so and you know some people still have this phobia of undressing in front of a doctor and i always say i mean when you're in the medical field um nudity is something that that goes with the profession mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um you <laughs> You're you just not going to remember how many people that you've seen naked. You just mm -hmm. don't even remember that at it's all. True. That doesn't cross your, your mind. It's like somebody coming to, to, to the pharmacy with a prescription, and at the end of the day, you're trying to remember who had gonorrhea, who had syphilis, and mm -hmm. nobody mm -hmm. does that. So, yes. You know, you're, you're yes. in life, you just don't have the time for that. You do you do at your... So it's like, um, for you that might be thinking, well, boy, this doctor going to see me naked, or this nurse going... Nah, or you have something you're embarrassed nah, about nah, 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 of, of your body yeah. and you think boy the doctor is going to judge yeah. really nah. and truly the doctor has seen 10,000 other it. bodies <laughs> you know yeah. with other issues yes, yes. you know so yours is not you know yours true. is not going to be the right. one that they memorize That's and because <laughs> you'll be amazed to know the things that, that are barriers you know for accessing health yes yes you know yes. little things like that mm -hmm. you know and people shun from accessing healthcare with these you know perceptions in their minds and so we're saying to you today's the day um to make some time for you make some time because you would have made time to maybe go to a colleague's funeral mm -hmm. and it's fine to go to a funeral and 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 and, and lend your support but we don't want someone to come to your funeral prematurely right. because you didn't make time to seek early screening mm -hmm. so we want to encourage you um all our men um that are above the age of 40 you know take some time ask the boss off for an hour two hours um to go to have your screening many of us like myself the other day i was saying you know i have medical insurance and i can't say when last i brought in a claim mm. you know i'm paying monthly and i'm not you know so those of us who have medical insurance use that i know you, you know and know that well okay you you you're going to get 80 percent back of your money so do what you have to do take care of yourself um and ensure and knowing that at least things are all right that's what is important you knowing and when you know you are empowered to do better because at least the doctor will tell you, okay, this is what we, we're seeing. Um, cut down on this, cut down on that, and you'll be fine if you make these X, Y, Z modifications. So I want to encourage you. Um, those of you who may be experiencing symptoms that may be similar or mimicking that of PCOS mm -hmm. as well, don't um, just um, expect Dr. Google to <laughs> diagnose you 
see a gynecologist, see the endocrinologist, have someone, you know, give you that confirmative diagnosis and empower yourself. Mm -hmm. And don't just sit down and just, you know, play dead. Right. Empower yourself. That's a, um, a strong yes, message, Carlton. Yes, you really, yes. that is the way to live life by yes. empowering yourself. It's not, it's not health issues and, and you know, True. health conditions are not the ruler of you. True. You have the that's power, you it. know, to take, take control mm -hmm. of your life and your outcomes. That's Definitely. It. That's it. So we are out of time. It is 11.36. We really must go. We want to always thank you, FM, for always giving us a little latitude <laughs> at all times when the need arises. And so from all of us here, we want to say continue taking care of yourself. Your health is indeed your greatest resource. Preserve it. And until next time, hopefully next week, Wednesday, we'll be back with you for yet another episode of Hell Fives. Take care, everybody. Have a good rest of the working week and be safe. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye.